strokes rule the world. Yes, it does. <laughs> All right. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 259. Today's topic is WP Water Cooler. We're going to be talking. Oh, my goodness. I'm all confused right now. <laughs> Steve singing and everything it screwed me all up <laughs> is um uh, wordpress predictions for 2018 so let's go around the room real quick get everyone introduced dave oh my gosh dave you're here what's up hey i'm dave markowski i am the uh am pm for pixel jar the am pm yeah what? what's the am you're a convenience store i'm a convenience store <laughs> Um, You're a convenience store of knowledge. Account Woo! manager, account manager, project manager. Uh, ah, AMPM. All right, cool, cool. I never yeah. closed. Steve, you need to come like up with a really cool acronym. In just acronym. Jason, tell us about yourself. Uh, I'm Jason Cosper. I am the senior performance engineer over at Liquid Web, and I am still writing WordPress 4.8 on all my checks. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you're the CPE. Cosper. <laughs> yep. What about you, Sarah? Part. I didn't get that. Last what about you, Sarah? <laughs> Tell us a bit about yourself. Who, me? Yes, you. <laughs> uh, I am a product manager. I also do some project management, and you should hire me to manage your products. And also, come see me speak at WordCamp Phoenix. Tickets what? are on sale. Tickets nice. are on sale. Tickets nice. now on sale. Have so you're the, a PM. Uh, have the, have, have the speakers been announced yet for Phoenix? Yes, a yes, they have. They, they have. made a parking announcement. Did they? they did. They a graphic with my face on it between Andrew Reagan and Katona. I should look that up real quick and see if I was included. That's a weird sandwich, <laughs> i got to tell you. Say, how about you? Hey, hi. Uh, yeah, coming to you live from Long Beach. Uh, who am I? Say read at Say Read Media on all the things. I make WordPress, preach WordPress, teach WordPress. Uh, oh, wait, it said that out of order. At Say Read Media on all the things, all of them. Every Sweet. single one. Not that's awesome. not true. Hello. Maybe. Steve, what about you? <laughs> I'm Steve Zangan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. And I will also be speaking at WordCamp Phoenix. It looks like I'm on the website. <laughs> Look at the graphics. Wow, look at the me. That's how some artists found out about Coachella this year. They yeah. were on the poster. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I, I, when I had an artist working at Coachella, that's how I found out. Well, Oops. Eminem found out. Yeah, probably, like, right? He looked at it and went, whoa, oh, I'm playing. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh man, this lineup looks so great. Oh, I have some work to do. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> awesome. So, so I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog, and I do another show called WP Blab. You feel free to go take a look at that, and that happens on Thursdays, and we talk about social media marketing using WordPress. All right, let's talk a little bit about predictions in 2018. Say you came up with this topic. What's your what's your what's your prediction? Well, I have more than one. What are oh. my predictions? Let's change that real quick. But my first one is that I predict Steve will be writing his. WordPress Phoenix, WordCamp Phoenix presentation um, in about a month. <laughs> That's my prediction. I think, the over, I think the over under is seven minutes before I go on stage. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take the under. Predicting that, uh, just oh. like he just found out he's on it. <laughs> days in advance. Oh, uh, who? What? You know what? You know what? There's, there's a workaround for that. Just don't do slides. <laughs> 
slides are due. Okay, who? Yeah, I predict no one will pay attention to when slides are due again. Yes, for the rest those of forever. Are, those, are both, those are both good predictions. Those mm. are bogus deadlines every time. Like, who's enforcing that? If someone was enforcing a deadline, it would be a deadline. But without an enforcer, it's just a line. Okay. <laughs> bits, of, bits of wisdom brought to you by me. Okay. So we know we know that Gutenberg is coming down the line, and we're oh, all going to end up having to. What? We all know we're that we're going to end up track. having to deal with that at some point here. But it seems like a lot of folks. It seems like a lot of folks are already using Gutenberg um, and building building products around it now. And I'm I'm super excited to see that uh, people are building Gutenberg blocks and they're trying to come up with interesting ways of being able to make those things work. Um, what what have you guys seen um, Gutenberg wise that you're interested in um, and seeing for this year? Uh, I know Tammy Lister is working on a theme for all of the blocks in Gutenberg. Uh, effectively uh, a theme that has support for every single block in in default Gutenberg. Uh, it's a really interesting project. I'll throw it into the, make sure it gets, makes it into the show notes. Uh, but she has um, the version for that she's using on her site. And then also she's kind of done like a bare bones version uh, of it as well. Uh, so people can kind of follow along and, and fork and make their own versions of the theme. So. Is bare bones a new bootstrap, or is that just a word you're using? Just like, is bare bones a framework I don't think it was a that I should term. know about? No. Okay. No, yeah. Sometimes well, I can't tell. So how I, I know a major concern that we were talking about, about regarding Gutenberg towards the end of last year was about how it was going to play with advanced custom fields or just custom meta boxes in general if you were not using the ACF plugin. Has there been any movements on that? Yes. ACF yeah. has put out a lot of information about their process with adapting and they basically like we're adapting to which i say thank you <laughs> thank you that for was the adapting. Whole that was it yeah now they have actually a long a long blog post that kind of talks about their year in review and they talked about how they're gonna uh, address some of the issues and i'm sure a lot of it's going to come out of the deve development work they're going to be yeah. steve Greenberg compatible <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, I think I think meta boxes are even more so than that's the I think that's the main concern for most um, most devs that I've spoken to because that is a tool that we've all been using uh, for a really long time, and so that is the, the you know the editor is like okay whatever you got a TMC T TCM TMC <laughs> TMZ whatever it's called the, T, the TCM editor TMZ editor it's different M thing MCE. MCE? What are you talking yeah. about? Tiny MCE? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you're talking about it, like, as an editor, it's like, okay, fine, like, great, new editor, but it's the impact that it's having um, on the infrastructure that I think is really, um, you know, been the, the core concern. So someone like ACF stepping up and being like, we're doing this. I mean, that's the reason I've been tweeting about this. Like, that's the reason that you know, back when we started this show, I was like all hard coding, pro, pro hard coding and build, roll your own and don't use plugins because stuff. Um, but, you know, I've, I, I drank the Kool-Aid and have been using ACF and now it's like, this is why, so that they can do that development and make it work. And I can hey, roll it out to hey. the peeps and 
ACF is ACF is rad. I've been I've been in, uh, using ACF for years. Yeah, if you had a memory, then you would know that we've had this conversation. Uh, I understand. <laughs> I, I, I don't have much of a memory, but wow. I do know that we've had I this conversation. I'm sure Jason could Google it and figure out when we <laughs> it was talked back about back in that. episode 112. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys are still giving me hard coding shit. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but between between ACF and also having uh, Beaver Builder um, back on December twenty eighth, they wrote a blog post regarding the future of Beaver Builder using um, you know using these technologies with Gutenberg and stuff. Um, just trying to see how all those things are going to play out. It, it's it's interesting and it's it's cool to see that people are now building even little. They're building companies off of how Gutenberg blocks are going to be built. So. Um, there's a site called uh, Blocks WP that um, started up recently that is doing that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm interested in seeing what Yoast is doing. He he did they did a post earlier that was like here's some things we're thinking about, and I know that he's got some some people focused on the project, and I think that that's going to be a really important thing for people who aren't doing the development side of things but are doing content creation. Because Yoast is kind of the de facto standard right now for SEO stuff. So I, wasn't I'm, I was going to say, Dave? Wasn't there? A, uh, didn't Jorben do a post on the contributors to WordPress in 2017? And I think Yoast was the single biggest like company contributing. To, oh, uh, was that right? No, I didn't know. Yeah, nice. They they are really working hard to make sure that you know, WordPress and Yoast play nicely together. Yeah, I mean, their, yeah. entire, their entire world is in a meta box. So it's kind of get like, they're kind of like, well, don't take this away. Well, and not only that, they have to look at those boxes, the, the, the various blocks that are in Gutenberg to be able to figure out what is that, you know, what's that con what's that content like and how are we going to, you know, get it either, um, you know, reading that content to figure out is there text I need to look at that is, pertinent to SEO, how should I apply those types of things, um, how the the stoplight thing is going to work with, you know, uh, is it per block, is it, you know, all together, everything that's on the screen. There's a lot to kind of process in this, and it's, it's interesting yeah. to see how this is all going to end up working out. I think it's really interesting when something like this happens, it's like kind of like, um, it's almost like, you know, a hurricane or some sort of natural disaster, like the business is chugging along and doing things, and they've got, you know, their development plans and whatever, and then, you know, the core comes along and it's like, we're changing. And it's like, everyone's like, okay, stop and adapt. And um, I think that's really interesting. But I mean, that's typical, you know, really in the tech community. But I think those, these linchpin points are so interesting in technology. Like, I feel like this is a make or break year for WordPress. Like, if this rollout goes well and people can grasp what Gutenberg is trying to do, and by people, I mean users specifically. If the users can grasp it and it's not totally just a huge cluster um, of transition, then I think it could change everything and really set WordPress ahead of the game back where it was, like, say, five years ago. Um, and if it goes badly, Shopify has an affiliate program. So. Yeah, so I think it's really interesting uh, because one of the things that we that you know we see just repeated throughout time is that you know the early adopters of the thing are very technologically savvy, and as something as a piece of technology becomes more and more mainstream, the user becomes much less technologically sophisticated. And we're at a point now where WordPress is powering a ginormous amount of the internet, 
and the average huge users, tracts of land. <laughs> exactly. Well, and two land years ago, land. we were told learn JavaScript deeply. <laughs> sorry, what? Yeah, exactly. That was lies. Sorry, sorry, I cut you off. My apologies. That was lies. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, but you know, Jason's right. You know, a couple of years ago, we were talking about learning JavaScript. You know, as as how it as it pertains to your WordPress development, and you know, right now, as more and more people are using WordPress, the average person who's going to be managing this site is going to be much less able to do things like that. So, I think WordPress is really going to need to be able to address those things. Like that was the, more of a development trend that, that they were trying to get going. This is more of a content uh, creation trend. I mean, there's you know, there's a couple of different tracks when you're when you're dealing with WordPress. Well, of course, right? but I mean, but even when you look at the, just the dashboard that you know your average user has um, has access to, when you look at the average WordPress dashboard, and then you look at the dashboard of a, of a certain competitor, um, one looks much less intimidating. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's, you know, that's something that needs to, um, do you look any pain about that, Steve? No, it's something, it's, it's some, it, 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 it's something that really does need to be looked at because there are competitors now, right? There's, yeah. there's competitors all over the place before. for, for, there was for nothing, right? nothing on the same. And part. I think, you know, one of my predictions for 2018 is we're just going to see more, right? As, as, as WordPress becomes more and more complex, um, which it is, um, we're going to see other uh, alternatives uh, uh, come come to be. I believe they call it disruption. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting disrupted in here. So, so Steve, take what, out what, all your code. So Steve, when you know, with your with your um, business with your business uh, uh, meetup that you guys got going on, what are what are some of the things that you're hearing from folks regarding how they should be structuring their businesses in the upcoming year? I know you guys have to be talking about some of that stuff, right? Are you saying from a financial standpoint? What I don't, that's just, a weird just in general, just question. just in general, as as someone who runs a business, either uh -huh. building it off of WordPress or is dependent on WordPress um, in the in the upcoming year, what are what are folks looking at that um, you know they need to be mindful of um, business wise? Well, I mean, it's no secret, uh, you know, and you guys kind of mentioned it during the pre-show, but I, I started a Shopify meetup because it's something I'm interested in. And mostly I'm doing it because it's something that some of our, our clients are interested in, right? So our clients are looking at Shopify as an alternative to WooCommerce, right? Um, Shopify is nothing new. It's been around for a while, but last year they went public and they grew and they, you know, they changed some things. And so um, I think that is a legitimate competitor for, uh, for your e-commerce uh, needs. Um, and so we're, you know, we're starting to look at that and I'm only looking at that because my clients are asking for it, right? They, you know, I have some clients that have already, you know, jumped ship. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, how things are in the uh, Squarespace or Wix uh, world because I don't deal with any of those, but I, you know, I hear, yeah, I, I know, but I, we hear <laughs> those things all the time, right? I saw, I saw something yesterday about Wix's numbers and they were actually showing like a 300% growth, um, and I forget what the period was, but it was a significant growth. And, Wix and has, you know, they, and, and, they really spend a lot of spend on marketing and they are marketing well, which is a big deal yep. because people believe what they're told. And, but I mean, on top yeah. of that, they're marketing towards something. When people see the product, they see something that, that is just designed to look much more slick and less intimidating than the WordPress dashboard. 
but mark and marketing marketing definitely comes into play here right so um in the past right we've seen uh the wordpress community or the wordpress foundation uh shy away from marketing right now they now have an effort effort toward marketing right and i think that was a is it, did i say something funny i think no maybe i think I think that's. I think that was a mistake. I think that. To, to, I think. I think they were. I think they're behind the uh, behind the eight ball on, on that one a little bit, and they're now playing catch up for some of these other other competitors. Yeah, it was like self marketing, you know, and also the community was out there doing the marketing. The community was the pushing it. People were like, there weren't ads about which platform you should use in the same way that there are now, and so when people needed a website, they would ask their people or their dev or whoever they hired and that person would give the answer and be like you know this is the one you got to do but now people like yourself like others are like well here are your options there are now these different options and let's talk about you know what those are so it used to be really marketed directly through that developer and through the shops and i think that's really what's shifted but i also i also think they have an intrinsic problem with marketing what message do you do you tell i mean even amongst the people here, we all do something a little different with mm -hmm. WordPress. So what's right. what is the sell? What what do they what do they market? You know, if you want to compete in the Wix space where it's you know smaller people trying to build a website, what's the message and how does that message work for someone like you know Steve's company who's doing the higher end stuff? And and here here's the thing here's what I think where I think the shift is right you just you just uh, uh, said an, uh, was an interesting perception that Wix is for smaller people that are just building a website I don't think it's that way anymore Shopify now has Shopify Plus which is for enterprise clients right uh, Squarespace and Wix are are making push toward enterprise right Wix it, just they, released but, but, uh, Wix code which allows you to use uh, database stuff and get into the code which is a direct knock to WordPress and WordPress's development community. That's right. I, I know of but, a few WooCommerce sites in the past <laughs> couple of years, large WooCommerce sites that have moved from WooCommerce to Shopify. Shopify is a is a credible threat. I, I don't want to necessarily say threat, but it, it's a credible threat to to WooCommerce's growth. It, it's a legitimate competitor. I was going to say it's a viable platform. Is what I yeah. was going to say, but. Uh, Legitimate but, competitor, viable but, platform, good terms, guys. But their marketing <laughs> buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. Not focused at the high end, like the marketing that we're talking about here oh, is definitely not. focused on the low end. When you're talking about Wix, you're talking about putting it on the Super Bowl. As yes. I mean, come on, that's not that's not focused. At, well, we're, you know, we're talking mass market. But WordPress didn't WordPress have a commercial on Super Bowl last year? Or something like that. Local local commercials and WordPress.com yeah. did not and yeah. see that's also where you get into that problem of you know which services, you know, whether or not WooCommerce is a good thing or the right solution or whatever, you have a ton of other decisions to make to support WooCommerce. So, you know, it, that is really uh, a pain point because it's not just, oh, we've decided to use Wix and you're done. It's we've decided to use WooCommerce and WordPress. Now it's where do you want to be hosted and what hosting setup do you want to have? And are you going managed hosting and which type of managed host? And, you know, that, that, what, what's your support thing? Is there someone in house? There's just a lot there that kind of, in a way, separates what WordPress's original ethos was of decisions, not options. Now there's just like too many damn options. There's themes falling out of people's, you know, pockets. There's like plugins for days. Oh, there's like, oh, shoot, I, I dropped one. Uh, there's like, a, there's, you know, there's plugins for plugins. 
You know what I mean? It's like plugins on plugins on plugins. What? I think I think that there's something else that's that's for this year that's prediction uh, as a prediction. The GDPR, yeah, the the, uh, the GDPR. The author of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, George. <laughs> George, David, Paul, Ryan. Oh, that's bad. Um, uh, the GDPR is a new regulation that's coming through from Europe, and it's going to impact. Oh. Uh, the way that we um, are allowed to collect and store and have to remove client information. Um, there's There's been posts all over about it and it is, um, it's not something I think to be worried about, but I think it's definitely going to cause some additional work for a lot of folks, especially if you've got sites that are, um, that are doing, you know, business in the European Union. So this is more than a modal that pops up saying, oh, by the way, we use this thing called cookies that we've been using for like the last like 20 years on the internet <laughs> and we're going to track you for various items and, and that sort of thing. Which nobody paid any attention to that kind of, yeah, it is more than that. Um, according well, I think there's... Yeah, I go for it. One of you talk. It's fine. I'll, do... I'll, have... I'll say it later. Don't worry. Somebody. <laughs> according to this, uh, because it's a regulation instead of, um, uh, I forget what the other... Uh, pop-up thing was, but uh, it's supposed to have more teeth to it, that they're able to enforce it a little more thoroughly. So, so yeah, it's, it is something. And it talks about, uh, it talks also about like the ability to remove people who want to be removed. So when you talk about things like your Google analytics and any kind of analytics data that you're tracking on sites, I think, I think there's going to be some impacts there that are going to be interesting to deal with. Mm -hmm. That's like the right to be removed and stuff. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got a. I've got a very bold prediction. Okay, go for it. I think. I think security is going to be important in two thousand. I was going to say that. <laughs> Damn it! I know. I know. Well, it's bold. So, what's your focus? What's your focus? Is there a point in having security anymore now that everyone's chips are completely pumped? <laughs> yeah, it's free yeah. for all. It's just yeah. all open my, and out there. My, I'm just going to toss my new MacBook Pro out the window. AMD's for everyone. Let's make this happen. <laughs> over. There is no privacy. Mark Zuckerberg is is his happiness place. So, Steve, <laughs> what's your focus on security? What are you thinking there? I don't have one. I was just making a prediction. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's gonna be important. We're, and stuff's we're, gonna happen we're, with we're it. All, we're all screwed. That's my prediction. Um, well, that's what I was gonna say. Is I feel like there's a lot more uh, regulations coming. We saw last year with net neutrality. I think we're gonna see start seeing some impacts from that. I mean, Comcast changed their website. What with their the net neutrality day. rules, like that day, they're like, we had this page ready to go because well, we don't care anymore, and they changed their their tone of it immediately. They no longer promised not to throttle. They took it off immediately as soon as that, that vote was passed. And that, I, that was my other prediction for 2018 is I think net neutrality, I think that whatever, whatever, however that pans out is going to have a big effect on our business in 2018. I have a prediction. Mm -hmm. I predict mm -hmm. that this community and this software is going to be hella different come December. And I think that it's going to be really interesting to look at where we're at more so than any year, I would say in the last five years, see where we're at at the end of this year. I think with we've got Gutenberg basically coming in the middle of the year. We've got all those things. Like, it's there's a shift. Well, it's, it's happening. 
if the country here, is still here, of course. <laughs> here's the, but here's 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 the issue, right? Let's say let's say there, there are, are true nuclear war. Oh, okay. Let's say there are true slow lanes that are introduced, right? All we've got, all, all, all we're doing right now is we're just keep bloating the code more and more. So the websites are getting bigger and slow lanes may be coming, right? We've got to be able to meet in the middle somewhere. So I predict that we're going to have, we're, we're going to see a trend uh, back towards um, four color gifts. Macromedia director. Yeah. I mean, that's exciting. <laughs> I mean, literally, and actually, we're going to see text only websites. I knew where you were going. Have, can help with that type of thing. Gutenberg and it's kind of is is reformatting the way that we are approaching um, content. That that's all shifting right now across the industry, and you know people are coming up with new ways to do things. And Gutenberg could do that. Gutenberg could help us make that leap, and so it could be game changing in the best way. Um, in terms of being a super exciting thing, and everyone's like, "This is awesome and super fun." Like, so that's that's a real possibility. Um, I just, I just think the unknown part is super interesting. Like, it could go if, like really well, either direction. Here, here's a known: if you're using Visual Composer, Poser, I can't speak today. If you're using Visual Composer, <laughs> you're it. not slow lane ready. No, what? you're not ready for 2018 at all. You're ready for 2014? <laughs> you're ready for 1999. Yeah. You know, everyone keeps talking about page builders and our page builder is going to survive in Gutenberg. And, you know, I've worked with a lot, I worked with a lot of page builders last year for clients who wanted that experience. They were tired of the more static. They're like, I want to do things with the thing and make stuff and be able to make a pretty page or whatever. Um, and people are more, the general user is more connected to their website. And so people want to do more things with it. They want to make stuff happen. And, um, I think that traditional themes are are actually not they're not responsive to that. They're not they're not coming along. So page builders which if you are using them in the way that I would think is correctly as, you know, design elements as on the fly design things, they could still have a role because it's not necessarily about filling in these content management gaps, which is what Gutenberg is going to come in and take over, but it will maybe allow them to really take into that more dynamic design aspect that is, is needed. And is, it, you know, so hopefully that's what they're thinking of. And now, you know, the design is going to stop being so static design, honestly, like, which yeah. is, even though stuff's moving, it's not, it's not dynamic. And I think page builders could be a big component of that. I know this is a PG show, but um, <laughs> default PG themes. PG thirteen. Since when? PG thirteen. Uh, <laughs> default themes are boring AF. All yeah. of the new you default just say AF on this show. Constantly. Yeah, no. AF. Oh my gosh. He's that's, contractually that's... obligated, actually, to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, that, so, is that your new title? They are. They're passe. It's like it's like yeah. over. Like it's like. Yeah. You, you're stuck in this box and it's like they were so revolutionary before and they have pro proliferated into mundanity. mundanity. You can clock, you can clock a WordPress site just by looking at generally how it's it's laid out. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things. You where can do that with any platform. Stuck. It's really, yeah. no, one's, no one has been able to innovate on that design, on that kind of, a website is a website, except for you've got this whole concept of like, this out of the box stuff. Morton was actually tweeting about it called um, brutalism. Web design is like a big trend mm -hmm. this year or whatever, but like people are trying to get out of literally the box. I want um, everything to look crazy in 2018. I want people to just start getting <laughs> nuts. Shoot, 
Georgia. Uh, but see, and, and Gutenberg could help with that. You know, <laughs> Gutenberg could be the answer to that. And, you know, I really hope that it, it that it is. Um, and we have the ability as a community to be more agile and iterate faster and and make bigger moves than the corporate communities that have shareholders that have that sort of thing. So we have a huge advantage being all these independent components. Yeah. So one of so. and to to add on to that, you know, as as much as the average user is getting less technologically sophisticated, they have a much more sophisticated sense of design. So they're seeing all of these pages on the web where they think, oh, that looks really great. I want to be able to do that. And they don't want to necessarily have to wait for a dev cycle to get that layout. Mm -mm. Um, so I, I think you have to I, I don't know. Wow, Steve. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think, I think, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Cosper. I want everything to look great, but I don't want it to get in the way of, of the content. Right. And that's, that's where, when you get all this, all this junk on the front end of a website, right. Sometimes it's done. Not, not junk. I, I don't, I don't want junk, junk. but I it's do want it to look crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 do, I don't want 7,000 YouTube videos loading up when I hit the page, but I, I do want some crazy typography experiments i want some crazy um you know sure. things like that like to totally into it. it but at the end of the day i really just want my content right this is like an argument back in the days of um uh, when wired first started right well i, I again, or design more important i predict Going back to the net neutrality argument, I think we're going. I think we're going to have that cycle again. Yeah, it, I'm excited by it because people are consuming content at this rate that is extreme. Bring Shockwave back. A lot of the time, the design and this <laughs> bullshit is getting in the way. The marketing, the pop-ups. Yes. People are like, just feed yes. me the data. I want the data, and then the design is not accelerating or helping that process. It's it's slowing the process. It's slowing the web page. It's slowing the process of development, and it's slowing the process of delivery of people getting it in their eyeballs and in their brains. And I think it could be really exciting to see a new focus on content and how it's delivered. Just want it in my eyeballs. Just <laughs> give it <to> <laughs> Edit that uh, out, you guys are crazy. I say let's everybody go back to Flash. Let's all go back to Flash, folks. That's about it. All right. That was the quickest half hour that. we have ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for all of you for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Go over to our website at wpwarcore.com and you go to wpwarcore.com slash subscribe to find all the information about how to subscribe to this show and other shows that we do on this network. Thank you all, and Happy you have a good rest of your day. Bye-bye.